Let's get to it, Will. No, don't turn off my mic. I know what I'm doing, okay? I know what I'm doing. I've done this show for... Dad, don't turn off the fucking mic! The one thing they don't want to hear is silence! No, you shut the fuck up, Dad! Bad enough that you bring the stubbornness into my life and the mom's life. Don't bring it and everybody else's <laughs> It's woke news on the Johnny B show. I think your voiceover is my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, a uh, Florida doctor is refusing to treat patients in person unless they get a COVID-19 vaccine. I'm sorry, come again? And this kind of goes back to what you were saying with your stupid doctor that you had the same issue with, kind of. Uh, They said when it comes to the safety of others, when it comes to the fact that it's a global health problem and community health problem at this point, I really say that this is where it draws a line in the sand for me, says Dr. Linda Maracini, a family practice physician. Uh, Maricini recently sent a letter to patients saying that she will no longer continue seeing those who are not vaccinated by September 15th. She told a news station her decision was based on science and not politics. She says there's been millions of deaths globally, so that's not something to ignore. People are getting to where everybody knows somebody that died from COVID. This is a problem that really everyone needs to go out with and blah, 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 blah. Now, is she afraid of getting sick? Um... I get. I don't know. I. She says it has nothing to do with politics, but I. I don't believe her. I mean, doctors yeah, because... take doctors take a Hippocratic is a Hippocratic oath. Is that what it's called? Uh, they promise, something like that. Where they promise yeah. to do no harm, et cetera, et cetera. And if somebody's you know very ill with something, and you go, no, I'm not going to treat you, you know, because you're not vaccinated. And what if well, that person has a you know dies or something? In her defense, she she didn't say she wouldn't treat him. She's just going to do telehealth. Well. You can't really. Sometimes you need to go see a doctor. I mean, you well, can yeah. do telehealth for a lot of different things, but you actually have to go in and, and see their, your doctor yeah, sometime for physical examination. Put their hands on you, baby. And look, just go find another doctor. I get it. Like, if she doesn't want to do yeah. it, it just seems like it's against her oath that she swore as a doctor of, of you know, to help well, people to say that if you don't do this thing, I'm not going to treat you. What about if you say, well, if you don't wear a seatbelt and you get in a car wreck, I'm not going to treat you because you could have just worn a seatbelt if it's not political then why is she talking to the news about it why is it you know what i mean yeah well she she claims that it doesn't violate the hippocratic oath the oath of ethics historically taken by physicians because she is still using telemedicine which allows her to communicate with her patients and then she can then refer them to other doctors i mean i would just say get a new doctor but a lot of people like their doctor you know they've been with them for a long time and they don't want to have to go find you know, somebody else to take care of them. But, I mean, it sounds like she's just making it in a position where, sorry, you don't have to. So, yeah, I mean, it, it it stinks, you know, all the way around. I mean, in a way, I tried to put myself in her shoes, too. Like, if I was a doctor, and, you know, would I want to have some COVID people in my office? If, if they, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It... It's a toughie, but I, I think if she's talking to the news and she's saying things like drawing lines in the sand, it's political. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to make it known to the Look at what I'm doing, guys. I am a murder for a cause. Uh, you know, just relax. Like, I have a no soliciting sign on my front door because I don't want people waking Leah up in the daytime. 
But I'm not calling Fox 13, letting people know about my no soliciting sign. Right. You know? Right. I don't care. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't say right. But, you know, the alternative is, all right, well, she's an ass. So you just yeah. have to find a new doctor if you don't want to agree to those terms. But yeah, you can do that. She's still an ass. <laughs> and you could say that out loud. And that's the, I guess, penalty to. for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this story, it just blows my mind where we're at in this culture. CNN faced scrutiny over the weekend after it published an, an analysis article claiming that it was, quote, a myth that white supremacy would fade as America becomes more diverse. Huh? In, in the Saturday, Saturday article, CNN Enterprise writer John Blake argued that, quote, whiteness was elastic and that it's popul- as, as the population became more diverse, as seen in the 2020 U.S. Census report, that white supremacy would adapt because being white could expand to incorporate new members if they have the right look. Huh? He says, don't underestimate white supremacy's ability to adapt. The assumption that more racial diversity equals more racial equity or equality is a dangerous myth and that racial diversity can function as a cloaking device concealing the most powerful forms of white supremacy while giving oh, the appearance the, the, of racial ah. progress. <laughs> this is the most aggravating thing, and and this is the narrative with CNN and with a lot of people right now, is that if you're white, you're just considered racist because yeah. you're white. Mm-hmm. That's he, what they're pushing here. It's so crazy. He says that you racism know, will become just as entren- entrenched as browner America oh as it goodness. is now. It will still be white supremacy with a tan. Now, we saw this with, what? Uh, with the L.A. – Times article on uh, the guy that's running, Larry Elder, the black guy that's running for governor in California. Right. They yeah. they claim that he was the black face of white supremacy. Uh-huh, because he's a conservative. Right. Yeah. Unbelievable, dude. It's so crazy to me. It's a, that's the big issue with critical race theory, you know, in schools that, I, that I'm completely opposed to is because it teaches you, it teaches kids that if you're born white, then you are racist. What? No, yeah. you're not. It's yeah. so stupid. It, this is what division is. This is what causes people to have problems and to and and it really pushes racism. You're a moron if you think that these people care about unity and harmony. They want nothing more than to keep us divided. That's some jackassery, man. You got to be a, a, a absolute brain dead moron to read this stuff and not see right through it. It's crazy to I, me. I think people see right through it. They just, if that's their worldview, then they go, yeah, I agree with this. But well, they, then you're I think a stupid pussy idiot if you think that that's true. If you think that uh, white people in whiteness is racist, that is so crazy. Racism comes in all forms, all colors. It, it has no boundaries. You're either a dickhead or you're not. It's so annoying, dude. Jesus Christ. It's just so bizarre that that even that leader of the Proud Boys group, that they get called, you know, a bunch of stuff. So one of those guys got shot in Portland over the weekend, and he's some huge Samoan dude. He's not even white. They seem to have a lot of not white members for being this, you know, hate group. Look, honestly, I don't even know what kind of members they have because I don't pay attention to any group. You know what I mean? I don't I don't care about the Proud Boys. I don't care about Antifa. I don't care about any. To me, they're all a bunch of blowhards, you know, whatever. I I got no time for any of it. But I have seen videos and 
it does seem like there there's a lot of people of color in the Proud Boys. So But they just call them the the dark faces of white supremacy. That that's the whole thing. That was a joke. That was right. Clayton Bigsby Chappelle yes. show joke. Right. And, and now not to that's defend just them, real life. And I'm not defending the Proud Boys, but they're not a racist group, are they? Like I've heard they, I've heard they, press conferences where they where you know interviews where they say no, we're not racist. We just support Donald Trump and we support a certain ideology. Uh but we're we're multicultural and we're not racist, but they still get called racist. I don't understand. But that's the thing. You, and then you look it up, just like with the with the COVID doctor in Iowa, where I look it up and I go, oh, they got 23% of the ICU beds are taken up by COVID patients. Right. Uh, so you're lying. And then it's yeah. the same thing where they just call these people and I go, wait, are they? And then I look it up and there's a bunch of like black people in it, Samoans, Hispanics, gays, yeah. like they have a little bit of everything. So they might be jerk offs, but they're yes. not that what you're claiming them to be and it no. throws your whole argument out the window and then when you call them out for that you go, why are you defending them why are you and then you are guilty by association when you go well what you're saying is not true well if you're defending yeah. them then you must also be in the same category and, pe- and it scares people and even saying right. anything but it's crazy. it's like it's, it's like not true. i compare i compare the proud boys to philadelphia eagle fans right they're dicks but they're not all racist and stuff there are all kinds of dicks in there you know what i mean there's a multi-dick community. <laughs> yeah. So many dicks. Well, maybe this is the solution, Johnny, because uh, I think that this idea of kind of people going their own way and doing it, perhaps making some sort of city-states based on your ideology, where you can, if you want to be that those weirdos on either side of the spectrum, you can go live in a community. Would they exist. want to, though? Would they want to? Because then they would have nobody to fight. Yeah, they well, would have nobody to be mad at. That's true. That's true because yeah. politics is people want to be left alone and people won't leave them alone. But right. former Walmart executive and e-commerce billionaire Mark Lore wants to build the uh, world's first woke city from scratch somewhere in oh, the boy. U.S. Lore last week unveiled plans for his utopia called Telosa from the ancient Greek word telos, meaning the highest purpose. He says that the mission of Telosa is to create a more equitable, sustainable future. That's our North Star, Laura said in a promotional video. We are going to be the most open, the most fair, and the most inclusive city in the world. <laughs> Key to the city's plans in Laura's economic vision called Equitism, in which the land upon which the city is built will be donated to a community endowment. Residents, in turn, own their homes on the land and are enriched as home values increase, according to the project site. And after a period of hyper-growth, residents can buy the land from the community endowment. They said that if you want to, if you went into the desert where the land was worth nothing or very little and you created a foundation and owned the land and people moved there and tax dollars built infrastructure and we built one of the greatest cities in the world, the foundation could be worth a trillion dollars. Uh, the city. Man, they're gonna have a horrible if they get if they have an NFL team. Oh boy, not good, <laughs> not good. He tackled me hard. Uh-huh. The city is look. Meant- do, w- would you trust a billionaire? Will? Uh, well, I don't think just because they have a billion dollars makes them untrustworthy necessarily. But I would trust uh, them just uh, as much as anybody uh, else, I suppose, which is not very much. Mm-hmm. 
Not me. When they start talking about buying land cheap and getting back to the people, community, community, I see a billionaire. I see a person that knows how to make money, and that is their first thought is making money, not equi- equity, equitable, equitous, whatever the stupid word he just invented. You know, I, I don't trust him. I don't trust any of them. Yeah, I mean, I've seen other things like this I thought was kind of cool, where it was going to be a city run on Bitcoin, and it was kind of the same thing. It just didn't have the woke aspect of it, but it was going to be separate from the from the United States government. It was going to be land that was purchased, and it would kind of just uh-huh. be its own thing, like a, like a reservation type of thing. You have to pay to live there. You'll pay for, you know, all the services yourself, and uh-huh. um, I, I guess who's going to build? Who's going to build this city? Some billionaire. No, I mean physically. Some billionaire will hire people to build stuff. Well, who's he, who's he going to hire? Construction companies, anybody. I mean, is it is he going to make sure that that is also woke? Like if oh no, if this some... is this is something. This is not this guy. This is another guy. I mean, this guy. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of most of these companies are woke, Johnny. It's it's called the impact economy. Look that up. That's that's all, all these right. CEOs that are. That you look at them at their like they're not part of the government, but they. Definitely are. They're part of the bureau of. I'm of just how saying, a lot of these, a lot of these uh, cities are built with, uh, you know, minority, you know, workers. Some not even legal, if you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. things like that. So you'd have to be really, really careful about labeling your city woke, because it it's going to take a lot of work to make sure everything is woke yeah. and everything is 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 uh, truly equal and that. And that uh, everybody's being treated the same. It's going to be tough to do. Uh, yeah, but hey, good luck. Good luck yeah, to him. I, I, I hope go build your city. I hope it's a great success and take all yep. the loons with you. And you go your way, I'll go my way. And we. Don't I just even don't have to see it, dude. I don't see it. I I think the people that are claiming to be super woke, they want a fight. They want to have a uh, you know a hill to die on. They they they're not just going to stay with each other and just like. You know, they have no cause. That's the thing. People want to be able to put on Instagram that they're that they're fixing the world. And if they're in a world that's already fixed, and they have no purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, here's another weird story. In an effort to welcome back students to campus, the University of Wisconsin-Madison will host a welcome barbecue. Inten- Hell yeah! Yeah, that's good, right? I like that, dude. Hell yeah! That's nice. Well, it's intended only for students of color, though. Uh, what? Yeah, the event is scheduled for September 12th, four days after the start of the academic year at UW. It will be free of charge to attendees, according to the flyer. Uh, it says, all are welcome, and it's intended for the self-identifying people of color, the flyer states. So white people can still go? Well, although the barbecue is advertised in several dining hall locations in campus, it is not listed on the campus events calendar. In, contracts, uh, in contrast, a Latinx new student welcome is posted online there. However, in a statement on Tuesday morning to the College Fix, uh, UW-Madison spokesman Meredith McGlone said that there is nothing unusual about the way the campus is advertising the event. They said uh, regarding event promotion, it is standard practice for housing to use signs rather than online listing to promote events within the hall intended primarily for hall residents. Uh, the Latinx, which is, you know about Latinx? That's the new terminology for that's, Hispanic. Yeah, that's the new one that they're trying to push. Because, because because everybody was really offended by being called Hispanic. Right. 
I guess. Yeah. Well, no, but that's what they just f- feel like it's more uh, gender neutral, I suppose, because the Spanish okay. language has a masculine and a feminine version of different words. Neat. Yeah. So they went with X instead. Uh-huh. Um, and it says hosting the barbecue is the University Center for Cultural Enrichment, whose mission includes, quote, embracing all races, ethnicities, sexual orientations, gender all expressions, right. religions, classes, abilities, or any other aspects of identity. I mean, that well, we hold, hold on. Hold on. Do you have to say that? I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it, I don't you know what so. I mean? Like, well, wouldn't you assume every college embraces everybody? Is there a college out there that's saying, eh, we like everybody except transgenders? You know mm. what I mean? Like, it, it should be assumed that this, this, you know, this institute of higher learning just accepts everybody. I mean, who the hell is paying to go to college at a place that don't accept them? I don't. I don't it, it's, it's, it's so crazy. stupid and unnecessary. This focus, Jesus Christ. This focus on what you are, just on its face, and not what you contribute, what you do. Right. I mean, like, I don't care what you are. I care about who you. I don't are either. And what yes. you do, and the things that you contribute to to the human race and society. And I don't give a crap what color you are, what uh, what gender you. Are. I don't. I don't care about any of that. I just care if you're a nice person and right. I want to hang out with you. And if not, then isn't that's that, great too. It, then freak isn't off. Isn't that a great way of, 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 of living though? And and look, that's the way I've always been. I don't care. I don't care. You're either you're either cool or you're not cool. That's how I that's how I label people, honestly. And that's with every single person. Doesn't matter to me. And- For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.